You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more information, go to knownlegacy.org. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. I think I need to move my camera a little bit. <laughs> I think you do. Hi, Bill. How I'm are moving you doing? It. I'm moving it. Watch this. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> We're going to have to fire the camera tech. <laughs> it's me. It's me. It's like, what is it? It's like on Star Wars. He's like, I know him. He's me. Yeah. I'm the idiot with the camera. How are you doing, Bill? I'm good, man. Things are good. I've got allergies now because it's beautiful fall. Actually, I've had allergies every season. Yeah, yeah. And so we're good. But no, we're super excited uh, because uh, it's finally fall. It feels like fall. I woke up today and it was like 64. It was nice. I was like, I wanted it to be 55, yeah. but it's 64. And as much as I want to turn the AC off, you still can't because it gets to 89, 90 mm-hmm. degrees yeah. every day. Yep. But it so. doesn't run when it's low. No. Exactly. So that's it true. just kind of does That's its true. thing. That's uh, Kyle. So, howdy, Kyle. How you doing, man? Good morning. How you guys? There you are. Let's get you I'm on here. the camera with that beautiful Gee. face. We love it. Hey, as yeah. always, thank you guys for checking out the uh, No Legacy podcast. Uh, we're excited that you're here. Uh, man, we really do appreciate you guys uh, checking in and listening to what we got. We got a special guest today. I'm really excited about interviewing this individual. And uh, as always, if you have questions, comments, or concerns, go to info.knownlegacy.org. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on YouTube. You can follow us on Instagram. Yes. Um, go to the website, man. If, if, you know, end of year, you got some stocks that haven't completely tanked like everything else. Um, or you just want to make a donation and help make this happen on a regular yeah. basis. Uh, season five is well underway. Um, go to the website, knownlegacy.org, and you can make a donation. You can make a comment. You can do whatever you want. And uh, we're just happy yeah. that you're here. Free. It's free. Free, free it, fun. It is free. Fun it for is free. all. And uh, I know the last few weeks we've been uh, promoting the uh, Long Shot Ministry, and we're back from the Long Shot Ministry uh, mm-hmm. retreat, and it was uh, it, it was good. <laughs> yeah. There it is. By the way, th- that is a law in Texas. <laughs> I-, I don't know if you know that. That is an absolute law in Texas that when you enter the town of LaGrange, you play this song. You have to have ZZ Top playing LaGrange in the oh, background. Oh, dear goodness. That was, that was it, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It was, to have that we, playing. Every time we've gone down, we've played that, and I think we've played it through the whole thing. And then everyone's, I think all weekend, we're like, oh, 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 oh. It's just that weird. It's so, even though the song is... um. A little seedy, as you could say. Mm-hmm. It's about um, um, it's about a house for the ladies that the yeah. boys visit. What was the town. movie you guys? Like a sorority. That's a little house. whorehouse in Texas. That's, That's the movie. That's the movie. We were trying Dolly to not Parton share any right. of those words, but now that you've called it well, out, it's Dolly a, but it was a movie. I mean, it, was. it wasn't like we're like saying. Well, I guess we're saying the words, but we're not like. <laughs> it, it was just a movie. Anyways, it's been great having you guys on here. Now. <laughs> this is our last podcast. <laughs> so. And thank you for being there. So fantastic. Um, anyways, uh, down to uh, uh, onto the interview. So today yes. we're going to interview an author um, who, uh, shockingly enough, was actually uh, a number one Amazon uh, bestseller for uh, a few hours. Yeah, which was really exciting. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. Claiming that one. So, Bill, welcome to the show. (laughs) This is so random. I'm so. (laughs) It's a pleasure being here today. (laughs) Thanks, Bob. Uh, Pleasure being here. (laughs) I would like to uh, thank Kyle for doing what he does, and uh, I'd say he needs a promotion. I think he does. He does amazing. If you just double my current pay, I'd be happy. Okay, good. (laughs) Done. (laughs) You know what? 
I feel generous. We're going to triple it. Oh, okay. nice. Thank you. Triple it. It's, it's three crowns in heaven instead of <laughs> zero. And so, no, uh, anyways, Bill, um, congratulations on getting the book launched. Um, having worked on a project recently for myself, it is an absolute beatdown. And the last few yeah. months getting to the, uh, the, the, the finish line is exhausting. So mm-hmm. just tell us, man, give us an update. What's the last week been like? How was the book launch? Um, what were some of the experiences there? And who were some of the guys that you met? It's been so fun, um, you know. So, so just to give you guys a little bit of a behind the scenes. So, you know, the calendar matches. This is fun. Seventeen. <laughs> it's high tech. It's high tech. Uh, there it is. More than you. That's awesome. Um, it has. So the calendar matches seventeen years ago. And the reason that's interesting is, so I was gonna launch this actually, October fourth. And uh, October 3rd, I think it was, that the Monday, October 3rd. And I had had it all set up, and I was going to do like like a pre-release and all this kind of stuff. And, I'm, and I get this email that says, your book is now, you know, it's on, it's on Amazon. I was like, oh, no, what did I do wrong? <laughs> Which it's funny because writing and then getting it on Amazon are two different things. Like, and you're like, you're trying to get it launched is like, it's a new world of like, how do you do this? Right. So I'm launching this, and, and I, I, I'm going to come back to the 17-year thing, but I'm launching it, and I'm like, okay, Lord, I was going to launch it this next, you know, the Monday, October 3rd, get it all ready, go from that. And then I was like, well, what's, I, I go, what's the week? I said, I'm, I've already, I'm already in this one week. Let me just go back and see what that, what that like, Monday is. Well, 17 years ago, the calendar matches uh, the same time that me and Sarah and Gabe, who was two months old, left New York. And so when I looked at the calendar, we had left on a Monday – yeah. On the 26th. Yeah. And the book launched 17 years later on a Monday, the 26th of September. Wow. So we're like, so is that kind of like, and then we did the launch, the book release party, the 29th, which is the day that we actually pulled into Midland, Texas. So we're, and we didn't like mean any of that. We're like, let's right. do this and this. And so, so I was like, huh. All right, Lord, that's kind of cool. You know, yeah. like, which I mean, may not mean anything to anybody else, but that, that validating factor of. I'm going to have fun with this, Bill. My timing is perfect, and I'm just going to oh, launch it that day. Yeah. And so, so it was really, really cool because cause then that day, you know, I launch it about essentially 7 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, I just, I'm not even going to look. And I mean, I wasn't really ever worried about, you know, like Amazon ratings and all that kind of stuff. It was in the back of your head. You know, that'd be cool. But, you know, I think we've talked about this. Like, I was like, hey, guys, I go, when I launch this, I don't care if 11 people read the book and they come alive to it. Well, that's your 10 friends and your mom. So congratulations. Correct. You got 11. I have 10 <laughs> friends? I didn't realize I even had 10. I pay for 10 of your friends. I oh, hope good. you have 10 good, okay. friends. <laughs> but so 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 but when I when I looked at it like, you know, so that it was it was started like 264. And then I looked at it at 11:30 that morning. It was like number 8. And I was like, "Number 8?" I go, "Wait a minute." So I was like, I get on my phone. I'm like, "Hey guys, uh, can you get to, if you can help me out, you know?" And so I was like, and then next thing you know that that night we're at a, we're at a band performance. For, for, for Gabe and I look it up and, and I'm holding my phone and I'm like and I show it to Sarah and Sarah's like wow that's number one in new releases and number two in bestsellers in, in one of the charts I mean there's all these yeah, charts yeah and that's not like overall every single book in Amazon no 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 though that would be an amazing 
awesome, miraculous thing. This is like specifically towards the 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 subcategory that you threw out there, which has a ton of books in there. Yeah, it's it's not like you Christian created one. Men's, no, yeah, it wasn't like I made like a Bill's favorites <laughs> number one. It was like Christian men living or something like that. And and I was like, that's cool. And so then I kept going and and I looked at it. And then so so it said you know number one in, in new new releases and then number two in in there. And then this little flag pops up. It's like you know number one new release. And I'm like Sarah, check that. And 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 I look at her. And I'm like, oh, nice. Sorry. No, you're okay. And I was like, <laughs> we're waiting to hear what Sarah said. And then Sarah <laughs> said, <laughs> and, uh, Knuckle. And, yeah, and, and Sarah goes, she goes, are you crying? I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, like, te- you know, it's a little, little, little bit teary. And then, so it was really, really fun. And then the next morning I woke up and I was like, I'm just going to check it again. And it actually hit number one in bestseller. So I'm like, screenshot number one, you know, we're good. And yeah. so, so it was, it was really a cool thing because now it's like back down because I, we haven't pushed it or talked about it. But it was an interesting because just the idea that like that many people came by to support it, and then all of my one year goals were met in three days. Wow! So we're like, so praise the Lord, it's really cool, and so just a lot of fun. So thank you if you bought one. Uh, super grateful to you guys uh, taking the time to purchase one of these books because it meant a lot to me. And then from there, we just kind of like, okay, what happens? Yeah. And, and we've been getting some cool response and comments and texts and emails and posts and things like that and so we're super excited about that but yeah so it's been a, it's been a fun journey this I, first week i'm waiting for the audio version to come out and I'm hoping uh, soon so if you could get your uh, best barry white voice and just record <laughs> that for me <laughs> exactly so I can, you know like today had more than you exactly it'd be fantastic so anyways kyle and i we figured uh we would be the ones that interview you today about your book thank you um, it's a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the podcast that we've talked about for the last five years but i wanted to give you a chance to just kind of share like um let's be honest uh i think the stat is um like 80 percent of americans don't read a book no post yeah. high school which yeah. is is stupid if you're one of those guys pick up a book man yeah, pick up a, a nonfiction, pick up a fiction, pick up something. Yeah. Man, there's so much wisdom in books. But, but so you know, twenty percent of the the American population is reading books. I would say probably a majority of those are women. And so, why would you write a book for guys when you know like that's the demographic battle that you have? I know it's it's like why did I do that? It's like you know making you know chocolate dipped onions you know what i'm saying like why would i do that and so but but it's it's crazy because hey, don't knock it till you try it exactly right? right but there was this whole thing where i remember hearing um, i'd been praying for this for, for through this for a couple of years and some a long time ago someone said bill you are the same person you are today uh, a year from now except for the books you read and the people that you meet and then i realized as i started like okay i'll start reading Wait, books say that again because that that's huge you are the same person you are today a year from now except for the books you read and the people that you meet and, and in reality, when you start looking at these books and you're like, all this is, is somebody's heart. So you're essentially meeting somebody else, but you're hearing their heart in written word. And so the idea of like, I had to press through because I'm not super reader either. I mean, I have friends who are like, man, I read it in one sitting and it's awesome. I'm like, am I that stupid that you're know? But they're like, no, no, it was just it was good. We read through it and, uh, and it was easy read. It flowed through and all that kind of stuff. But I'm like the idea of building that muscle to read was so important. And so whether it's an audio book, whether it's a, whether it's a paperback, but the idea of, of stopping to let somebody speak in, it's like grab a cup of coffee and let someone just talk to you. Right. And so then you get the opportunity to like C.S. Lewis to like, like if, man, if I want, I mean, I wish I could sit down with C.S. Lewis. I'm like, honestly, after writing one, you're like, you do get to sit down with C.S. Lewis and actually hear his heart of what he believes, mm. you know? And you're like, but I, I never looked at it that way. So let me ask, um, You've said it a few times now. This book represents your heart. So if you had to summarize your heart 
in this book? How would you summarize that? Let's say a guy's like, man, I don't need to buy another book that sits on the bookshelf and not, not, not read. But, you know, but please buy the book. Um, Bill does have kids about to be, go to college. Yeah, so he's yeah, looking yeah. at a, a big windfall from this exactly, one. Exactly. All 20 cents per copy. He exactly. Sells. Whatever it is. Yeah. Again, donations at info. Exactly. No, like, exactly. no, but what's your heart in the book? Why? So men are bored. We just saw a bunch of bored men. Mm. And, and I know that, you know, mm. you, you're in ministry too, Kyle. You've had these conversations with guys who are just like, man, I'm just struggling with sin. And I don't know what to do. You know, and they're inside the church. And they're bored out of their mind. They're like, so it's, they're obsessed with fighting against something, sin, rather than fighting for something yeah, in our culture, in our world, in our families and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like, don't touch the wet paint. And I think more people come out of church on a Sunday going, okay, I'm going to try and do better. And I'm like, that's not really what God calls us to. In fact, that's not what God calls us to. You know, John 10 came to give us life and life abundantly. Mm. So it isn't like there isn't anywhere in that, like it came to give us a life that we don't touch the wet paint, that we learn not to do things. You know, again, I go back to the mater thing when it's like, what I tell you about that mater is like to not to, you know, and you're like, that's not our life goal is to not to. It's to to come alive to the calling that God's put in our hearts. And that's where it was like, I got to write this because as we're having these conversations for all these years and you're over and over again and you hear the same conversation like, and I didn't, there are books out there that talk about uh, these these things. There are books that have changed my life that are this, but but I just didn't see one that, that was the compilation of the story that I wanted to share with guys over a cup of coffee or over a pint of, pint of beer and say, listen, if you just understood that God's word is true, if you understood that God was for you, and if you understood who you were, then we can have this conversation about becoming who you're designed to become. And that's it. And it's a, just a practical walkthrough of just, how do I do it now? Because some books are like, man, you're, you're made for more. That, that's awesome. What do I do with it? Right. And we want, I wanted to do something that was like, you're made for more, but also here's, here, here's the dream, but then also not the idea of like, because there, like, there, there, there is books that talk about, oh, you can have it all now. And I'm like, that's not really what we're talking about. It's like no. you're made to strive to do more. And when I mean striving, I'm not talking about like re- but wrestling through the truth of who God is and going, I have this desire and dream in my heart but what do I do with it? And how do I get to where God is calling me to? And so really it's nothing new. It's discipleship. It's, it's, it's pursuing the heart of God. It's going to, I really believe that his word is true and walking through those awkward moments and those suck phases in, you know, in your life. I mean, even like, I mean, there is a chapter actually called, let me look at it. Let me try and get, get the chapter titles. There's literally a chapter called uh, God's timing in the suck phase. And like, and it's just, cause I've had so many guys like, it just sucks right now. And, and journeying mm. through and you're like, it's hard. But we don't, well, we want to put up this front like it's got to be all good. And so, and even now, like I'm just, I was scrolling through social media today to get encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so, but no, I mean, I was, <laughs> I was scrolling through social media and I saw this post of a church that was like, it was, and it was nice, but it was like what, what it presented to me. And I'm not going to even talk about the church. I'm not trying to, I'm not here to rip apart churches, but like, it was like, all the beautiful people may enter. And you're like, more of us aren't beautiful, if that makes sense. Like, None of us are truly beautiful. Exactly. I mean, we know. Yeah. But, but you get into this thing where it's like, okay, so I guess I have to look, act, and talk like you. Right. And I have to be super skinny, and I have to, you know, the suit looks nice, and the hair is perfect. And I'm like, that is, we are literally not supposed to be Ned Flanders. Like, we are supposed to be broken. Like, you know, this idea of, I was reading through Matthew 5 today, and it was just, just the Beatitudes. And none of them are good. Blessed are the beautiful people. No. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who are the, you know, you know, the peacekeepers. It's all these attributes of brokenness. Yeah. And all these attributes of the suck. 
Yeah, and you're like, so so we come at it and go, okay, so I have to have it together. I have to try and do better this week. No, it's I have to leave everything at the feet of Jesus and try to walk on water. You know, when Peter stepped out of the boat, he wasn't even invited. God was just like out there. I could imagine the awkward moment of like, so I'm here and the guys are in the boat. He's like, <laughs> you know, and then Peter's like, okay, can I come out? And he's like, yeah, water's great. Come on out. And so then he walks out and it's like in this idea of we're waiting for the writing in the sky. Right. For God to be like, you're supposed to do this. And it's like, it's not really going to be there. So we try to help people mine through what's in their heart to go, okay, I'm going to dig this apart and I'm going to go, this is what's on my heart. What are you saying in all this, God? But I, but I, I just, I, I wanted to, to see us walk through that and go, okay, I'm made from it, but then also it's not just so that I'm fulfilled. It's so that everybody after me understands who God is. You know, um, you know, years ago, even when we started No Legacy, and I'm probably circling through everything we've talked about before, but I'll just share the heart of this is um, there was a lady who came to our house a long time ago, and she, uh, she was... Sarah was filling in for this game called Bunko. You guys probably know what Bunko is. No, but my wife does. Okay, so she, it was, she was like a fill-in. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Can we ha- hey, you're filling in, and can we have it at your house? She's That's like, convenient. Sure, sure, no problem. And so, so she goes in. Well, that day, there was a lady who was 40. She's 40 years old, and she was fighting terminal cancer. Ooh. And, uh, and, and, it, and I was wrestling in this already in my heart of, like, starting known legacy. And I know that there's more for me than it just existing. And, and, but I, and I was in what would be a, a fulfilling role at, at, a, at, a, at a church, but I just wasn't feeling, like, fulfilled. I wasn't like, okay, there's more. There was this itch in me. And she, she walked in, and I didn't even ever talk to her, but I remember going, I wish I could interview you. I didn't know her enough to interview her. But to say, what would you tell everybody who's 40 right now to focus mm-hmm. on? You knowing you have six months to live or three months to live. And, uh, and I didn't ever do, but it made me process what would I say? Right. You know, and then a f- a f- about a year later, a friend of mine, um, his son committed suicide. And, uh, and, and man, his, his parents loved him. They were, they were great people. They loved him. But, you know, he struggled with some stuff. And, 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 and I remember going up to the, to the hospital to pray over him. And I remember we, we prayed. And, man, he started kind of doing this kind of convulsed thing where tears were running down his face. And he was he was... He was out of it. I mean, he had tubes and wires and everything like that. But I remember in that moment of praying over him that I saw those tears. And I was like, it felt like God was like speaking into my heart and saying, Bill, he's telling you that this is the worst decision that he made. Right. And at the same time, God was like, Bill, he forgot that one day he was going to be a grandfather. Mm. And everything he did right now impacted everything that came after him. And I was like, I got to tell people. Right. And not that I was enlightened to something new, but I was like, I need to live knowing that everything I do now affects my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren. And so even in the midst of these dreams, it's like we have this dream, but it's not even about us. It's that the world would know because here's the thing, guys. I truly believe there's going to be a third great awakening in our society, but I don't think it's going to be the Billy Graham crusade. I'm not going to cast that, that, it's, that it can't happen that way, but I just think it's going to happen over cups of coffee and over pints of beer. And when they see, like, you know, I, I'm around both you guys all the time. You guys are energy makers. And there's a life that people are like, I want what you have. Mm. I want what you have. I want what you have to offer. And, and there's something that that is enough for us to go. We have the only hope in the world. And in the midst of that, we come alive and people are going to go, what is different about you guys as you pursue what God's put on your heart? And you're like, 
It's Jesus. Right. And they can't argue with the story. That's a big thing right now. Like, we want to hear people's stories, which is fine. You know, whether they struggle with something like transgenderism or something like we want to hear their story. And it's important because people just want to be heard. Right. Does that make sense? Like, they just want to hear. But in the idea of, of being heard, imagine if we accepted that we had the only hope in the world and that Jesus had redeemed us and our story had power that it actually can bring change to someone's life to go, oh, my gosh, there's this hope that you have that I don't have right now. And we bump into these people while we're becoming that. Right. Oh, it changed the world. So let me ask this question then. Um, so you have a great book. Um, I, I, I've read parts of it. I've been in this conversation for five years. You've so lived this like, book. I, yeah, so yeah, I've you, lived yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, if, if it is representative of the conversations that you and I have had, I, no doubt it's going to be a fantastic book. Mm-hmm. So I think there's two groups or two groups um, potential audiences for this book one is the guy who um is motivated to go through this book alone and then there's the small group or the men's ministry that's going to pick up this book and go through it yeah i would love for you to talk to the guy that's going through this book alone and what you want him like your encouragement to him and then if if a group of guys decide man we need to go through this for the the spring or we need to go through this to start off our 2023 men's ministry what would you tell that group of guys and uh, what encouragement would you have for them as I go through the book? So for the one guy just reading it, I would say, hey, first thing, it's not just for you. It's also for your spouse. Like it really was oh. like like I wrote it to guys because let's be honest, I don't have that many cups of coffee and long conversations with women. Like, you know, what I'm saying like so. But it was written to that. But it's also but you can just replace men with women in that. And the idea that we're made for more that 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 that. That we're made to come alive, but I wanted to hit the heart of guys first because I just see this deficit. And someone said like, eighty percent of attendees at church are women right now. Their husbands don't even go, and if they do go, they're super um, dis- disengaged. They're just tuned, ushers. tuned out. Yeah, they're tuned, tuned out. out. Yeah. So I wanted to hit those guys because imagine if we had those men come alive. But then the other thing that I thought about is, guys, if you read this, if you read this book, and you you, you get inspired. We need men to step up and free other men. There is an awesome beauty in the fact that, you know, I heard this a couple months ago, is that, you know, um, you know, hurt people hurt, hurt, hurt people. You've heard that phrase. But the other side of that is free people, free people. Yep. And so yeah. imagine yes. if you were a guy that grabbed this book, that read it, and then were inspired to start a group to say, I want to help these men come alive. Like, it is more than just yourself. It is, it, well, it is more than, it is more than you. <laughs> and so, but it's this idea of, Great plug. of you, you have an opportunity to heroically grab a couple of guys and go, we're going to go through this and we're going to come alive. And then you keep them accountable with those dreams. Like, what are you doing to move right. towards that? Because again, men are bored and, and they don't, they don't know they're made for more. So many of them, they think they're made for conformity. Go in, don't do these things, be a good person, serve at your church. You know, be a good disciple. And then it, and then even the idea of discipleship right now is like, I'm going to pass information to you. Right. And we're like, no. I mean, it, now we can get in like the Greek and the and like the Roman concept of, you know, up to 300 AD was very, you know, and these numbers are a little bit subjective to, to dates and times, but about 300 years of this Hebrew mindset, which was communal. You do like, you just assume you do life together. And not until like Aristotle and Socrates and Plato was it, sit down and listen to me. Sit down in a group of men, you know, men, and, and I'm going to teach you truth. Before, it was very communal. And so we've, we've gone and done the same thing in our churches where we're like, we're going to have a discipleship class. We're going to sit down, and you're going to listen in rows. 
because guys love sitting in rows anyways. Yes. You know, and so, and but I mean, the idea of like, we're going to help you come alive. And this is bringing guys aside and going, I'm going to, I'm going to walk with you. And then when it gets crappy, you know, you've got someone to lean on when there's a suck phase, when the season that is a winter time that you're like, it's dark and lonely and there's nothing happening. I got a brother in the battle that's going, no, no, you're made for more. Let's go do this. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, are, is there any plans to have a discussion guide printed to to go along with this? And what's your plan on that? Yeah, we're um, yes, we're working through that right now. Um, we're kind of I want to get something out there that's almost like a just like a share. You know, you know that, that we can just say, hey, this is a, a quick study to, to here's a PDF you can download yeah. from knownlegacy.org. But even right now, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's exactly. It. But I think, but right now, there's even for for one on one for you and essentially. Sitting like I wish I could sit down to every single guy that listens to our to our podcast and go here and this is my heart. But at the end of each chapter is is questions that you can ask yourself. <laughs> you know that that really it's it's me going hey let me ask this question to you, and so you've got these questions at the end of each chapter that that talk about tangible things. It's not just like what did you get out of the chapter, but like what do you struggle to believe about? Like the first chapter is like, what do you, what about God's word? Do you struggle to, to believe what right. con, or what concerns or fears do you have in accepting God's word as the final authority? And then who can you talk to about these concerns? So you're, you're not meant to do this alone, but these are challenging questions to go. How do I dig deeper? So it's not just like, okay, chapter one's over. Let's move to chapter two. It's like, let me struggle with these things. Right. You know, so, so go for it. Kyle. Right. So well, just let me ask you, cause I know you very well. You're a people person. And what you're talking about now is you want you want this to to, to be a struggle. You want them to fight through this. But yeah. What happens about the guy alone sitting there reading, doing struggling, doesn't have anybody to talk to? Yeah. Um, can they reach out by email or? Yeah, I, I, I want mean, them to. I'm sure you want to commune with them. No, somewhere. I want to. And that's, I mean. Good word. So, I mean, just info at knownlegacy.org goes directly to me. Or you can go do bill at knownlegacy.org, and they get sent right to me. And I want to answer those questions. I want to have those conversations. You know, we're praying through, do we do like a, a Zoom Bible study? Mm-hmm. You know, do we do, I mean, I'm really praying through doing like a just, just a weekly meetup, even here in, yeah. in, in Allen. And so, but man, if you're interested in being a part of one of these studies, um, I would love to hear from you. Email us. Let us know because I think it's important. And you're right. There's a lot of guys that are like, I've got nobody. And that's the thing. This is going to start with one heroic warrior mm. in Des Moines, Iowa, who said, man, my church, I'm seeing these guys that are dying from the heart out, and I want to do something about it. But I have no one to lean on. I want, to lean, I want you to lean on me because I want you to lean on us because we have an opportunity to help encourage you and say, no, it's worth the fight. But imagine, guys, imagine if there was one guy in different churches that helped free these people. But it takes one person who's got the guts to say, I'm willing to start this, to start this group. And, and make it happen. And so, yeah, I mean, I would encourage pick, pick up the book and, and go through the study and we can do this together. I mean, this is, I know this is a little bit, um, uh, well, I don't even know what the word it's, it's, it's very organic, but it's also like, it's, it's not normal. Like, I mean, we're working through these studies, but we, we will have a study guide eventually that has these questions to help you. But until then, I want to talk to you. I want to connect with you and make this something you can do in your church. I love it. And I know you and your heart and um, with all of your newfound free time. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I have no doubt after our conversation that uh, that we had a few weeks ago um, with Kelly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just what he does with his Zoom yeah. meetings. I know that if there's two or three guys out there, you would set that up in a heartbeat. Yeah. And make yeah. that happen. And gentlemen, I would encourage you. 
don't wait for your pastor to take point on this. Your pastor has a lot of things that he's dealing with yeah. and he's trying to navigate. And, and so man, he is desperate. Um, yeah. being a pastor, he's desperate for guys that will take the reins and run with it yeah. and make this kind of stuff happen. So I'd encourage you to do that. So final question as we kind of wrap up, yeah. um, you said that this was a culmination of years of dreams and, and goals. Yeah. What's on the horizon for you and what's on the horizon for known legacy and, and the, what do you what's your new goals i think right 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 now i mean there there's a number goal that i have that just is trite you know what i'm saying of like you know trying to get through it um some of it's recouping the cost that we that it, that it costs to make this happen uh so we're kind of digging out from there which is totally fine but i think the bigger thing is in in all reality is getting in in front of guys in front of men's groups in your church uh to to share this hope with these guys cuz sometimes just seeing it face to face uh, and hearing the heart person to person is more important. So, man, if you have a men's event, we want to be a part of that to, to share this. I would love to go through this as a, as a weekend. One of the goals is to do a more than you weekend. Right. Um, and then also to just get in front of guys. You know, we're still doing those, those, those uh, date nights. I mean, those are important. This is the, the very tip of the iceberg is those, those date nights to crack the shell, the hearts of men, to then do, do a men's retreat after that at some point to say, let's get together and have these conversations. But So we'd love to uh, be out for a date night. We'd love to be out for a men's retreat or you know a men's event and begin to share this inside these churches because truly, if men come alive and their spouses come alive and their kids come alive and the church comes alive and the world is changed, yep. it does not have to be the way that it is. Do I believe Jesus come back? Absolutely. Can he come back to millions of followers who are devoted to him? Absolutely. And so that's what we would rather be is, is to see this third great awakening without sounding too too dogmatic about it, but this third great awakening to be I mean, birthed in the heart of men that are like, no, I am made for more. I mean, let's be honest. Depression, suicide, issues have, have just grown up in the last couple of years. People are more alone than they've ever been, and they need something like this to engage the hearts of the guys around them because it's not just come back and do this program with me, but come alive to what God's called us to. I love it, man. I am really proud of you for uh, seeing this through the finish line. I know this is your second or third take on this and have been a part of many of those. And so I'm really proud of you, dude. You've done a great job. The book looks great. Um, I think it's going to make a big impact in the hearts and lives of many people. Um, Yeah. Props to my wife. She's the one who, who created the cover when you married, I married out of my league. Absolutely. And I was like, I need you to design this. And so, but no, and you know, really quick, I want to just say thanks to you guys. You two have been a huge blessing. And and so actually, Kyle, I have a book for you. Oh, thank you, man. um, uh, Signed by the author. Um, And these are not valuable. Uh, They're about (laughs) 11 cents. And and then Travis for you as well. And uh, I don't know if you guys looked at the the acknowledgments, but... um, you guys are a huge blessing, and so. Well, in other news, I have a used book that is now <laughs> available for sale. Infoknowlegacy.org. First be edition. More than happy to send that out. First, First edition. edition. And uh, you can uh, absolutely, because now I have a signed one by the author. Hmm. But no, I think I think it's important, guys. Please, you know, do us a favor, pick it up, uh, morethanyoubook.com. Love it. And then, uh, or you can go on Amazon right there, and, and we can have the link yeah. available. But the biggest thing is, guys, just just get into it. You are made for more. If you're struggling with self-worth if you're struggling with do i even believe any of this this whole god thing this book is for you so please pick it up today and here's the deal we understand that that money is tight and 
Um, 14 bucks, you know, it is 14 bucks. And sometimes that's hard to come by. If you find yourself and you can't trust us, just let us know. Infoknownlikeit.org. We can get you. There's guys that are willing to sponsor some free books out there. We will get this book into your hands um, so that you can read it and your life can be transformed forever. And uh, then we just ask, man, find a way to pay that forward at some way, somehow with someone. Absolutely. I mean, that's the biggest thing. It's not about, it's not a money making thing. We just want to get it out there. I mean, I mean, that's always the, the residual in the yeah. back, but like, but really it's, we just want this to get into the hearts uh, of you guys and come alive to what God's called you to. Fantastic. Hey, thank you, Bill, so much. Kyle, Thanks, thank guys. you very much. Anything Absolutely. from you? Do you have any fast five for uh, Mr. Bill today? Ah. I do not. I don't either. Um, so <laughs> Dodge that bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for checking us out. As always, you can find the book on Amazon. You can find the book on uh, knownlegacy.org. Um, as always, uh, like us, subscribe if you want to, leave a review. If you yeah. have a question for us, leave it in the comments below, whether it's on YouTube or Facebook or even Instagram. And uh, yeah. we will get to those questions that are hot take. Um, we're not going to record a hot take this time. The, no. the next one's going to be, I think, a video from um, the Camp Lone Star. Uh, yeah. which is the men's retreat that we're doing. So that's yep. kind of yep. fun and exciting. And so we'll see what happens. So thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, thanks for listening. Bill, thank you for the discipline to get the book mm. written. And uh, I'm excited to see how God uses it to transform um, the hearts of men. Amen. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Have, you guys have a great day. Thanks for watching. And we'll uh, see you soon. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening to the Known Legacy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So email us your questions or comments to info at knownlegacy.org.